welcome to episode 313 of the AFK Podcast for the week of November 7th. I am your host, Whitney, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from gamers like you. Joining me this week is Logan. Hello. And Curls. Hey, what's going on? Going good. How was your week? It was good. It was... It was good. It was just good. Yeah. This week, um, I actually finally played something different than Legends of Runeterra or TFT or League of Legends in general. Um, but I finally played that spooky game, Phasmophobia. I think oh, I'm really? saying that right. Yeah. Apparently, there was yeah. an update. Oh man. Oh, I don't do well with scary games at all. But <laughs> it's a lot of fun. But mm. yeah, I've been watching uh, watching it a lot on Twitch. Um, and some people really get into it. Like you have to kind of talk to the game and all this other kind of stuff. I was like, man, this is yeah, you do. Um, apparently, there's been some updates because I've been playing with a friend who's played it a lot, and mm. um, we finally got the little voice uh, spirit box. They call it the spirit box to uh, talk back to us. And oh my goodness, the voice was so scary. They even got <laughs> spooked out because they're like, oh, that was so different than before. So apparently, yeah. they've been adding some updates to the game. I think um, sometimes the characters look really ridiculous. Like if you look up at the ceiling, yeah. um, and when you watch somebody die, it's really hilarious. Um, but it, it's pretty fun. Like I'll keep playing it, even though like uh, it gets the anxiety going. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Well, what have you played this week, Logan? Uh, what have I been doing this week? So a little bit of StarCraft two here and there, just uh, to fill in some time. I finished off Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance two. Um, I went back and I played a little bit more because when you finish it off, you have access to new characters. So I played a little bit. Hey, Bay, Shazzle love will be lurking and listening while doing some housework. Enjoy the podcast. So I started in on the Kingdom of Amalur Re-Reckoning, which I've got the Reckoning on PC, but the Re-Reckoning is on PS5 as part of the uh, PS Now, no PS Plus uh, free games. So I've been playing that. And the first time I went through it on PC, uh, I only played for like an hour. Uh, I used keyboard and mouse, and the, it really, it, it seems to be a better experience with a controller so far. Uh, I'm only I'm only an hour and a half into it. I'm, I'm you know decently past where I was to start with. I am enjoying it. It's a really good game. Uh, visual is really nice. Plays really well on an OLED. But uh, I think they're trying to make it a bit too complicated for their own good. They've got like skills, destinies and one other weird kind of skill thing with their skill tree and i'm like okay that's just it's just too much when i'm trying to learn how to do things and uh like i can pause time or something and go in this fate thing and i'm supposed to do these finishing moves but i'm just like i don't know how to do any of that when i'm just trying to cast a spell so overall though i think they're all just minor things i'm sure i'm going to miss out on a lot of fun stuff in the game but right now i'm really getting a huge original fable feel from the game uh, in terms of uh, visuals and music. So, story's good. Uh, it's too in-depth. Uh, too much reading. It's it's every character you meet, you can ask about every other single character you've ever met. And so, the dialogue tree is just enormous. And so, that's a bit too much for me. Um, like I said, though, I'm an hour and a half in. It's good. Very relaxing, chilled. The combat's super good. Um, I always praise uh, Batman Arkham Asylum for good combat. This has got pretty decent combat. Um, it's got a, a tumble maneuver uh, mechanic in it that I use, uh, and it's way easier than Dark Souls. So, yeah. 
Nice. What about you, Curls? Uh, for me, I've just been streaming uh, some Deathloop and New World. Um, I don't know if you guys have played Deathloop, but it's it, it's it's very clever what they what Arcane managed to pull off with that. So it might be worth a look if you if you like the uh, those uh, very sn- sneaky uh, type of type of shooters. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, just been kind of trolling around in New World. Um, uh, I keep hearing all of this stuff about there's been like a, a mass exodus of players, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just running around having fun, you know. I I kind of attribute it to the typical new launch of an MMO rush where everybody rushes to the end and then expect yeah. there to be like a gang of stuff to do, like you know, other MMOs of our. Uh, you know, gaming history, and that isn't always the case. And then they want to trash talk the game that they just spend all this time on. Yeah, not to mention like it's during a pandemic, and I think for what they released, um, considering everything, it, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, like, and it, it's not like they charged a whole sixty dollars plus wanted a subscription for it either. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean it. it from, I mean, it does have its holes, but what game does it? So, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. I was impressed they pulled off like a housing system pretty well. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. was really, I, for what I played, and like when I still log on, it doesn't feel like a ghost town. Like, the chat's still going, there's people still all around. Like, yeah, exactly. Yep. So, like I said, I just play it kind of like Guild Wars. I just run around and do stuff and log out. That's that's about the extent of it. <laughs> yep. Cut some trees as I watch something on the side. <laughs> right. Right. <clears throat> um. Well, I guess on to the news. So, Marvel's Midnight Suns delayed until 2022 second half. I'm sorry. I've been having a cold. Yeah. Um. Not surprised. I mean, I I, I threw this in here, but I don't think delayed games are news anymore. Uh, it's really par for the course. Uh, game gets announced, release date gets announced, game gets delayed. I would honestly be hard-pressed to remember the last time um, that a game made its release date on its first announcement. It just is what it is. The game looks cool. I'm interested to see what it's like when it comes out, but yeah, I'm sure it'll be here maybe by uh, holiday season next year. If not, okay, I'll wait some more for it. I like I I'm not gonna play it, but I would prefer my stance is I rather they take the time and make sure it's polished and everything than just send out cyberpunk. <laughs> Burn. Yeah. I don't even know if they could make that game good anymore. Like it seems to not even be a a thing. You know, I have it, and I still haven't been drawn to play it. So, I mean, maybe y'all are onto something. I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's just games like this are so hastily kind of put together to create something that's just a little bit different, just to cash in on the Marvel franchise. Instead of, like, whereas with Warner Brother games, they kind of do take the time to build a story there. And I feel like there's... 15 Marvel games right now in the works. 
point is that there are 15 Marvel games in the works. <laughs> I feel like there are. Like, there's one by Square Enix, is there not? Uh, Marvel Guardians. Yeah, mm. see? Yeah. Um, is that from release chat? No, I think that one is getting delayed, too. Uh-uh. But I think... Oh, no. Hold on. It might be released already. I think that I heard that it was released, and it was received rather well. Yeah, it came out, like, a week ago, a week, ten days ago, on October 26th. Oh. And it, it has been quite well-reviewed, uh, 81% Metacritic. Well, Square Enix hasn't really been... They've had a pretty good track record so far, in my opinion, with their studios. They've, they've done well. Um, I'm trying to think, did they have a stumble recently where one of the games was absolute crap? Hold on. Oh, probably. I mean, I wouldn't deny it. No, but... it's not like an... Yeah, it wasn't like um, like just one game. It was like one of their huge games. Uh, but I can't find their list of games, and it's eluding me, so... Oh, well, I, maybe I'm wrong. But whereas, like, games I play, like, um, Final Fantasy XIV, shoot, they communicate, like, I don't know. The games that I play, they've, they've always been good. Huh. Yeah, sorry. That's right. That leads into our next story, Marvel Avengers. <laughs> oh. I can't believe I whiffed on that. So, yeah, Marvel Avengers, like... You've seen it. It's free on Game Pass. Uh, I, I I don't. I'm not a huge. I'm not a fan at all of, especially the um, Captain America model. It, it's. I think it's absolute crap. But um, they said when they released the game, hey, don't worry, we're never going to make it a pay to play. All your payments are always going to be cosmetic. And then a short time ago, they added uh, XP and item boosts, and so people flipped out about that. It was like, well, now it's a pay to win because uh, people will start after you. They'll grind faster. They'll get to end game easier and better than you will. Uh, so after a whole lot of feedback, uh, re, um, uh, yelling and screaming from their fan base, they rolled that back, surprisingly. So they said that we apologize for not responding sooner. Uh, we introduced them as an option for evolving player base. We didn't see them as a pay to win. But after considering your feedback, we decided at the end of the day we're going to remove them. Uh, so I think that's cool. That's good on them for uh, removing a money-making item from a game because their fan base is annoyed at them. Now, I'm sure PR and, and the business uh, prospects long-term are that they would make more from having a happy user base buying other consumables and or um, uh, cosmetic items rather than having them pissed off and other people buying these XP boosts. So I thought that was cool of them. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know anybody that likes a pay-to-win model. I mean, like, it's kind of why I don't play a lot of mobile games. Um, but Square Enix, like, they do a pretty good job with listening to their player base because I think for them, they make, it, it's that long-term investment as opposed to cashing out, like, yeah. quickly in the, in the front. You gotta shear the sheep, not skin it. Mm -hmm. um, hold on. What is next? Oh, yep. Jen O'Neill leaves Blizzard just months after appointment to co-lead of the company. This is a fun one. I I don't know how they keep getting worse. They somehow managed to hit rock bottom and still keep digging. Uh, I am so glad I dumped my stock uh, a while back. It's down twenty five percent on the year so far. Uh, I would not be. 
uh, shocked if it kept going uh, down. Um, so Jen O'Neill, sorry, did I get that right? Jen, yes, Jen O'Neill. She actually only joined, oh my gosh, it's down 30 plus points since being in the year. She actually only joined Blizzard uh, in January of this year. Um, she got appointed to co-lead back in August with Mike Yabara, and now she's uh, dumping and running. Now, of course, um, executive speak, she says, oh, no, it's not because of all of the problems. It's because of uh, opportunities. I feel Blizzard is in a much better place now than where it was where it started with. Uh, so I'm going to go and pursue other things, other other places. It's 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 crap. In my opinion, it's just absolute crap because Blizzard's like, oh, we have a female head, and I feel like, uh, like it's just now it's just completely back in male hands, and nothing has changed at all with Blizzard. At, like it, nothing, for the I, most part. I, I follow a couple people that it was their lifelong dream to work there, and they've worked there for years, and I'm just waiting for them to announce their departure now. Um, but you're right, a number of people who looked to Jen to help them out, uh, help Blizzard out of the current predicament it's in, and they're like, we've lost all hope now. So I, as a former uh, shareholder, I don't see them coming out of this. I think this is it. Um, they had their... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, what are the odds that they merely hired her as like a PR move and be like, hey, see, we're not such assholes. And then she got in there and was like, oh, my God, this is some bullshit. Um, I'm out. Y'all got it. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? I am not going to pull punches. I think it's absolutely 100%. How long do I have to stay so I don't have to pay my hiring bonus back? Mm. That's, that's what I kind of think, and I think they were quite happy to put her in the front because if, like, I don't know, they expected she was going to leave by that term or something like that, then it's completely back in male hands, and there's no female leadership at all. So we're back to square one. Yep. Now, I always blame, uh, what's his name, Bobby Kotick for everything, but <laughs> I would be hard-pressed to imagine that anyone at that level, and this includes Jen, didn't have an inkling as to what was going on and still failed to do anything about it. The fact that she lasted this long and the fact that I, I think that it was only for the bonus, I think that she's, I wouldn't say just as culpable as the rest, but I think that she had a, a chance. She could have put her uh, career on the line and tried to make some real change, and she didn't. She just went after the buck. But I don't know. I don't think we'll ever really know. Um, maybe in years later, we'll get a, a better insider look when somebody uh, really lets it all wide open. Uh, I follow Mike on Twitter. Mike on Twitter seems like a decent enough fellow, so I don't know why there's still there's still shit in the bed on this. It's absolute crap. It's... Oh, man, if I was a, still a shareholder, I would be so pissed. It's no wonder they're, they're getting sued by literally everyone. They're getting sued by the staff, the state, and their shareholders. I mean, come on. Who, who's left? Hey. Hey, well, I, I mean, hell, they... they Everyone knows they've made enough money off of freaking World of Warcraft, so maybe the people are just trying to get their money back. But yeah. now they make all their money off of mobile games. Don't you play mobile games? Do you have a phone? Where's your phone? Do you have a phone? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That was it right there. That was the moment they jumped the shark. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, that's... Uh, uh, it still breaks my heart. Yeah. And so just to cap it all off, 
Diablo 4, and Overwatch 2, which I don't believe is a real game yet. Uh, probably going to be delayed until 2023. Mm-hmm. So, good luck. Yep. I, you know, nobody's, as far as I'm aware, nobody's been screaming for this game. How long ago was Diablo 4 announced? Oh my gosh. How, how long ago was Don't You Have a Phone? Because that was Don't You Have a Phone, right? Was I Diablo think 4. so. I think I that think was so. like the last kind of shining hope was Diablo 4. And I feel like this is going to be another 13 years in the making. We're going to have another Diablo 3. Oh, that's three years. Okay, so we have 10 more years to go. <laughs> oh, another decade? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Overwatch 2, I still don't get the point of Overwatch 2. Now, Overwatch 2 is, is like my uh, Duke Nukem. It's, it, it's missed its mark. It's done. It's, Overwatch 2 should have been out, like, three years ago. I think, well, Overwatch 2 was about the same time they were announcing. It was, like, it's been three years now. Because that was around, like, the same BlizzCon, wasn't it, as uh, Diablo 4? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe a year before. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, Blizzard, to me, they've always been, you know, good at what they do, but highly overrated, in my opinion. Um, oh, like, sorry. I, I was going to say, like, a, a lot of, I notice a lot of people tend to put them on a pedestal. And I'm like, they just made a game that a lot of people play. It's no different than like League of Legends to me. You know, a lot of people play League of Legends. That doesn't make the company great or the best thing ever. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's just me and my pessimism. But even like before all of the madness that seems to be floating around right now, I just thought they were just okay. Yeah. Um, Overwatch Two was first announced one year after. Don't you have phones? Yeah, Don't You Have uh, Phones was 2018. Um, both games mm. were announced uh, BlizzCon 2029, it says in the article. Yeah. And, and what's funny is that mobile game still is, isn't out. I know. Oh, I can't remember. What was the mobile game? It was just, it was so uh, remarkable. Diablo Immortals. Immortal? Immortals. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I was scrolling through my the Play Store on my phone and and um and saw that the pre-register <laughs> that, that thing's been there for three years already i was oh, like wow <laughs> yeah i don't think they're going to make it um unscathed out of this i think by the end of 2023 i think there'll be a fundamental shift either blizzard activision or their ip will get uh, begun to be split off mm-hmm. yep, we shall see so, uh, happy end seven day, 2021. Uh... Yeah, for, for those that play Mass Effect, uh, you, you already know that there's a thing called end seven day, which is on November 7th. And N seven is like their special tactics, uh, group or whatever, uh, within the game for the human side. And, um, that was what, uh, Commander Shepard, the main character of the trilogy, was uh, like an, an, one of the N7 elite type of badasses or whatever. So it kind of made a thing out of it. But typically what happens is they release new uh, news. Um, there's a sale on the Bioware store for their stuff. And you get like, typically have like fan 
new fan kits and wallpapers and things of that nature. Um, apparently, there was also a a uh, a flyer, a digital flyer or whatever, put out that says uh, Mass Effect will continue. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it means that uh, at least we know that they're doing something with it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not just sitting on the shelf. There's one thing I know about Mass Effect, like it has a pretty loyal fan base. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And that's like always good to see, like that that really speaks highly for the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so one last piece of sad news, at, at least for me, well, no, I'm not really, I'm not really sad, hold on, I can't even pull this thing over. Um, so Final Fantasy XIV and Walker delayed by two weeks. Um, I'm kind of, you know what? I'm not upset. As I said, I'd rather they take their time and two weeks is two weeks. Like, mm-hmm. and, um, I feel so bad for Yoshi P. Like, so he got on camera and like apologized to the community and he's just so emotional. And, and that's just, that's just Yoshi P. Like, he loves his community. And so, oh, you can just tell like it breaks his heart and it's like, it's two, it's two weeks. Like. When Blizzard right. does it, we know it's going to be years. It's okay. <laughs> so, I saw the headline. So, what did they say was the reason for the delay? Um, COVID. Like, COVID has been really bad in Japan right now. Mm, um, they've been okay. really affected by it. So, yeah. like, you know, I shoot. I'm one of those. Like, I know when they put it out, it's it's going to be good. But I also know at the same time what hiccups to expect with the game. Yeah. Um and and I know there's been a lot of new players that have been joining Final Fantasy XIV um, that haven't played like previous releases. And I mean, there's been hiccups where um, you couldn't get past a certain quest. You would just mm-hmm. get stuck in the um, cutscene, and it, it created a meme of, of this dude, and he's like, "Ho ho ho! All my name days have come at once," and you just you got stuck there. And so <laughs> this like people made a queue line. Nobody told them. People started lining up to make a queue line. Um, because it would allow treads of people. And it's just, even though those things happen and they are annoying, the community makes them so much fun and yeah. enjoyable because nobody's really upset. So mm-hmm. I just like, I don't know. I feel bad if, if people aren't kind of expecting to have some kind of hiccups. And if there's no hiccups like that, holy crap, I, I'll be amazed. Because a lot of it, the servers just get overloaded and that's just the cause of it. But I know they've been working on those servers. Uh, um, oh, nope, we have one last piece of news. Elder Scrolls Skyrim Anniversary Pricing Edition. I can't remember. It's V5? Yeah, Elder Scrolls V is uh, Skyrim. Yes. So they're about to release yet another release of Skyrim. <laughs> oh. the, the, the Anniversary Edition, which actually is supposed to have some technical updates yet again. And uh, I think it's going to be... Uh, $60 if you're buying new or $20 if you have any of the other previous releases on Steam. I think that's what I read. Uh, if you already own Skyrim Special Edition, the anniversary upgrade will be $20. Yeah. yeah. Um, if not, it will be $50. 50. Hmm. Oh, so it's 50 all right. Yeah, the MSRP for the Skyrim Anniversary Edition on digital storefronts will be fifty American dollars. Mm. 
I just, that is just uh, all right. <laughs> I'm just like, mm, but what am I getting for it? If it's just a re-release of the game, I'm not going to spend fifty dollars for it. I'm sorry. Right. Just remember, Sky Skyrim is almost a ten-year-old game. More. No, no, it is. It's uh, it was 2011, so it is 10 years old. But you know what? The look of that game, in my opinion, still holds up to this day. Like if I went and because they've what, re- released it for um, the latest. PS4, right? Or PS5? Mm-hmm. So if I went and I bought that game, like it would still look really good. I like it. Just I guess maybe in the back of my ha- my um my head, I'm not picturing the graphics like feeling really dated. 20, 2011, That's PlayStation Three, Xbox Three Three Sixty era. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it holds up okay. I mean, the special edition got released twenty sixteen. And then mods, right? Mods still working. Because I remember playing it on the Xbox One, and it it still felt really good. Or maybe I'm confusing it for the online. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Did any of you do the Steam Next Fest? Did you guys try one of the demos? I have. No. I didn't. You know how I am with indie games. Like, um, like, I just, I keep forgetting to, and I haven't really been popping onto the PC much. So, like, Mm -hmm. I kind of feel bad. But I do kind of want to try something different. Yeah. Um, so, what have we been streaming? I know Arcane, um... Hold on. Oh. Let's, let's talk a little bit about hardware. Because we had a oh, is that new? I thought that was that. I thought I'm sorry. Oh, I thought no. that was from last yeah. week. Oh, take it away. No, then. that's new because that's that's something big dropped this week. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so um, Alder Lake dropped this week, um, which is Intel's new line of CPUs. The it's their their twelfth twelfth generation, and I don't know about you, Logan, but I wasn't terribly impressed. I, I was very, very, very impressed until someone looked at me and said, uh, Ryzen is a year old. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I wasn't impressed because Ryzen 5000 is a, is a year old and the 12900K is a 240-watt CPU. Yeah. The, the, the biggest Ryzen that's out right now. The 5950X is rated at what, like 105? And it was keeping up. So, I mean, imagine. So what they basically did was they just took all the power limits off of whatever they built and was like, this will let us edge them out. So I'm very curious to see what the 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 non K skew and the other K skews like the whatever the i seven is and the i five uh, I'm curious to see what number one what their power limits are number two what they're rated at and how will they do against stuff that AMD's had out for a year um, yeah. there's also a rumor that AMD is going to be releasing uh one more was going to have one more release for the current socket and then everything else is going to be for uh, the new socket which will have DDR5 
Um, so, uh, um, and the stuff for the current socket is supposed to come sometime early next year, but, uh, I guess we'll see, we'll see how it all shakes out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, they, they competed and I, I would say I'd give the, the tip of the hat, the nod to Intel when they competed against Ryzen's current offerings. But like we said, it's a year old. So what does that mean? Well, I don't know. I'm still happy they released it. It's still a good chip uh, <laughs> with with obvious flaws, and it's nice that they're on PDR5 now. Mm-hmm. Um, power consumption, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be overclockable. Uh, it's much already all. overclocked. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much 240, it. 240 watts. That, that's like when people are doing LN2 and stuff like that. It's like in that range. Yeah. It's what was what was the super hot AMD chip from a while back that you had to make sure you had a good cooler on it. It's um, in that room. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I remember that one. It was uh, I can't think of what nomenclature they they use, but it was like a I don't know, it seemed like a three hundred fifty watt or some shit. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's good they got it out there, but. Uh, it's good for us. I think we're going to see a price drop now from AMD, mm-hmm. uh, anywhere from ten to fifty bucks, and that's always good for the consumer. Um, the actually the the chip that I have, the fifty eight hundred X, it was like one hundred fifty dollars off at Micro Center this weekend. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I bought mine at launch, so I didn't get to save that. But I mean, it's been a solid CPU for over a year too, so I'm I'm, I'm cool on it. Yeah, I've been I've been on my same chip for four years now, three mm-hmm. years at least, maybe four. So I think I'll go another another full year. If not, I'll try to do two years on this same CPU before I do the jump over. Because when I do the jump, it's going to have to be new memory, new CPU, new socket, and I'll probably even go new storage as well. Because uh, I've got NVMe, but it's it's slow ass shit NVMe, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm probably gonna if the uh, whatever they they release the last release for AM4 if it's really good, I'll probably hop on that train and then stick with this platform for a while until DDR5 makes it worth the upgrade. Because you, you know, whenever you they switch RAM technologies, it's always uh, either the same speed or slower than what's currently out. Um, it was like that with DDR1 and DDR2, 2 to 3, and, and then 3 to 4 as well. So, Yeah, that's know. a good first step. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I, yeah. I was excited, then I wasn't excited. Now I'm, I'm happy that it's here, and I'm happy it's good. Competition's always good for the consumers. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. Interesting. Sorry. It just like, it, it goes well over my head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the other other thing uh, that, that I found uh, very interesting is that the way that this new CPU is architected, it like breaks some games because of the DRM that's in it. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. That's awesome. It, it, yeah, it, it, it's like a list of 32 titles that just won't run because they aren't the, the the way that the DRM is written, it is it doesn't account for uh, uh, 
big cores, big high performance cores that, and little uh, cores that are, you know, supposed to handle like background tasks and stuff. So, yeah, they're supposed yeah. to be working with the company or Intel is supposed to be pushing the company to release fixes, but as for right now, you, you can't run them. So, DRM needs to die, anyways. I agree. I agree. Is this what you're talking about? Um, with the game DRM breaks new Intel CPUs? Mm hmm. Mm. That's interesting, though. Yeah, so the, 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 um, those games right there won't run. Um, certain ones even break even further on Windows 10. Um, which if you if you are going to buy one of those, I don't know why the hell you would run Windows 10 because the scheduler isn't isn't really equipped to handle the way it, the chip is architected. But you know, it's just it, it's kind of surprising to me that it would break. Well, I guess it's the DRM. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Some some uh some some companies have patched patched that DRM out. Of like some Square Enix has released some patches for like the Tomb Raider games, and I want to say uh, Near as well. Um, I want to say there were a handful of other titles who've had their DRM from that same company patched out too. Um, for those other companies, especially on those older titles, that would be the smart thing to do is just patch it out and, and let it rock. Um, but you yeah. know, if, if they spent their money, you know, uh, they probably don't want to waste that investment. You know, it is what it is. I mean, I would patch it out and just let it kind of live out in the internet universe for, kind of, I guess, people to enjoy in a way, uh -huh. as opposed to it just being kind of not there. Yeah, I, I don't think any of these games are new, new anyway. They're no. just, uh, yeah, stuff that's been out for a while and has been more or less on people's backlog list. So, I mean, but like Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 1 and 2, I, I loved me some Tony Hawk back in the day. Like the games. Yeah. Yep. Didn't I get a remaster here recently somewhere? I think so, I yeah. I grabbed a copy of it for my son, but he, he never got into it, so uh, I just haven't had time to replay it myself. Uh, I'll be curious to know what you think of it. Yeah, I, soundtrack's I, probably going to be awesome. I feel like a lot of times with these older games, like they, um, they ported Manhunt over to Steam, but the controls and everything just make it so unplayable. It's like, then why even, I guess, kind of bother? Cause I, yeah. It, like it's like why half-ass it, right? Yeah, because I yeah. love the Manhunt games. Like it was so spooky and scary. Like I get spooked so easily, but I I'm addicted to that adrenaline, I guess. Um. So, are any of you watching Arcane? You know, I heard about it. Uh, I forgot about it, but I'm probably gonna do a quick watch through tonight uh, when I go to bed just to see what it's like. It's it was released um, last night. I want to say I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it, but I want to watch it where I can kind of like pay attention to it, especially since it's kind of like League of Legends, and I'm kind of all about that lore. Um, but so far, like what I've seen from the trailers and everything, it's very artistic, and it's very and that's very Riot, and I love that look. I'm just mm. I'm kind of curious on the story because lately, like their lore and 
stuff has been kind of lackluster. But what I really do love is Netflix will support um, the co-streaming of the first episode. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's really cool. Uh, and I hope to kind of see more of that with certain things. That's one of the best decisions I've ever seen Netflix make in the most recent uh, news. Co-streaming meaning that you can like do live commentary on your Twitch channel and show it. Yep. You oh, can, okay. You could just you could sit there and show it freely. Um, I know there's been um, I can't think of on top of my head, but like you could kind of I think uh, Amazon has kind of embraced it where you can watch stuff with other people, um, mm-hmm. but it's like a small group of people. It's not like open like on your um, you know your Twitch stream. Right, and right. this is something that's new and it's big. It's not like Iron Chef, which I love, and I will sit there and watch the Iron Chef streams. Um, but yeah, I think it's awesome. Wasn't there? I, I have this vague recollection of watching an anime that was something about lol uh, lore, maybe, and I thought it was very weird and strange. And I thought we talked about it on the show. I can't remember the name. I think I you been... might be confusing with Dota. Uh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so I hope this is better than that because that was some weird, weird-ass shit. I don't know anything about Dota. I have played Dota. I, I can't play Dota to save my life. I never could. Um, but I do want to go at some point and watch that anime. And I'm going to do that after I watch this to kind of compare the two. But I, I think it's going to be kind of really hard to compare the two. But I mean, they're both MOBA, MOBA games with like an anime. So... Yeah. Who's this rated? Uh, TV 14. All right. Yeah, I'll give it a go. I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, what do I see? Three episodes are available thus far. Yeah, I don't like it's going to be weak release leave. I do not like that. Oh I want my shit now, and I want to binge it. Yeah, I wish they would. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I, was, I wish they would stop doing that. Well, I agree and I disagree. I like, I mean, I want to binge it, but it gives me something to look forward to. Right now, Young Justice is doing a week of release and I hate it because I want to watch it all. But I also, gives me, it helps move the time faster when I'm in a rut. These, they're, they're 40, 44 minutes long. So you've got just shy of three hours to watch right now. And you're going to have another three hours next week. So they're not short by any means. Well, next week's episode isn't going to be three hours. It would They're be 44 minutes. Three episodes next week, episode four, five, and six. Oh, I don't know why. I'm sorry then. On Netflix, it was saying um, weekly episodes. I don't know why they would mm. say that. It would just say part one release and then part two for the next three. Maybe this is just messed up the way I'm reading. I'm reading it directly off of Netflix, but yeah, uh, it says here that they've released one, two, and three right now. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know the first three are. But either way, yeah, that'll be something I'll probably do tonight. So what else have um, you binged this week, Logan? I finished up Marvel. I watched Infinity War. I watched Endgame. Uh, It was really awesome. It was really, really awesome. I finished up Star Wars Visions. Um, One of those Visions actually is nominated for an Oscar. Uh, I thought they were all meaty. uh, They were all good mediocre to good and a couple were eh. um 
I didn't see anything special about the one that was nominated. They were too short for my liking. Uh, and when they're that short, you don't get any kind of character development and the story is so narrow and so focused. It was like, how good can it be, right? Um, what else? Uh, Young Justice Season 4. Uh, they're, they're going hog wild. Uh, no spoilers, so I can't tell you about what happened, but I don't know if they're going to make it permanent or not. But if they do, wow, good on them for uh, uh, really going whole hog. Um, what else? Lock and Key. New season is out, so we're going through that with the family. Uh, that's a lying bed kind of show, and uh, interested to see where they take that. Um, I think it, it, the, it, you know how it is. It takes a couple episodes to get uh, ramped up in a new season, and so we're at that tipping point now. Where I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do next. Um, but I think, is that it? I think so. I'm waiting for the boys, waiting for Mandalorian. I'm waiting for something else that's supposed to come out next month, and I can't remember anymore. So, show you how excited I am about that. Uh, Star Wars Visions is what exactly? So, Star Wars Vision is they gave, let's say, eight, eight or nine studios a Star Wars license and said, mm-hmm. You have 24 minutes. Go ahead and make a Star Wars short, whatever you want. It's not canon. Uh, you have carte blanche. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, you have. For each episode, it is a different art style, mm-hmm. different story, different character, different music score, um, and some are <laughs> some are very miss. I'm not an anime purist, so the more anime it gets, the less I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like some anime. I like some of the, uh, the the flow that they use and some of the animation styles, but I don't like it rammed down my throat all the time. So some of them, I'm just like, okay, I'm. <laughs> You're really going for the epileptic seizure flashing here, so you gotta you gotta tone that down just a bit. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, but I, I, it's 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 some of them are a victim of their own success because I didn't like it as much as I would have because I'm not going to get any more of it, so I can't get any more invested. I'm like, well, I sort of liked it, but I, I'm stopping myself from really liking it because I'm never going to get any more of it ever again. So, boo. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. What about you, Curls? Um, this week, uh, Wifey and I have just been streaming you, and we just started season three uh, a couple hours ago. And oh my god, that that show is fucking it's a it is a trip. Um, it, it's currently on Netflix. Like I said, it started as a, a lifetime series, and then Netflix took it over in season two. Um, they've been cons- confirmed for season four, and uh, it's it, it's pretty good. So uh, I highly recommend it myself. Um, I'm I'm kind of waiting for Star Trek Discovery, and uh, I think Strange New Worlds is supposed to come out soon. And there is something else that's supposed to drop soon that I'm waiting for. Oh, Mando is another one. Um, and I want to say there was something else. Oh, the expanse. Waiting for the expanse to drop. So it's gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna get my whole space opera life here in, in within the next couple of months. I'm gonna throw a a YouTube video in our Discord. I'll put it under general so everyone can enjoy it. Um, I'll I'll be over the top a bit. I think it's one of the greatest YouTube videos I've ever seen in my life. And what it talks about is the fundamental shift in the way movies 
are, are done now than how they used to be and how absolute terribly they've become. <laughs> um, completely, uh, what's that psychological bit where you're more biased something because it's cognitive bias. Uh, cognitive bias? No. Um, shit. Bias something. Anyways, I like it more because it says everything I want to hear. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. it uses uh, Star Wars to talk about how good the stories used to be versus how good they are now because of this shift from a story to action, 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 action. And it uses some of the greatest scenes ever, and of course opinion, uh, in, from Star Wars movies, multiples of them, and compares them to how scenes are done today. And I just think it's just, I was like aghast at it. It's just so bang on. Um, I just thought it was phenomenal. Uh, and I think it was, oh, it was, um, yeah, I just, I'm going to throw it up there. Uh, if you guys like Star Wars, uh, sorry, Star Trek, uh, or if you ever want some insight into movies um, and the, the shift in them, uh, I say that because one of my most favorite movies, uh, top top 20, we'll say, is It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Christmas movie. But the thing has almost zero action in it and it's almost three hours long so how can it be that good and it's all because it's all about um the way stories used to be told and the way these used to be filmed it's interesting so i'll throw it up there you guys can have a look if you ever want i'll definitely give it a watch i love those kinds of videos like i watched one over this past week that kind of um shown the um prequel star wars movies i guess episode one two three um, in a much better light that made me kind of appreciate it a bit more and it, it talked about kind of the history and the political nature of Star Wars um, and it, it goes through the animated show and everything and it kind of interlocks if I can come across it again I'll link it to you Logan okay because I would love to see stuff like that because I the more I hear about it the more I hate the prequels um, Mainly because of the whole Jar Jar theory. Uh, that that thing just absolutely wrecked them for me. You guys know that one, don't you? I kind of, yeah, I do. Um, where um, Jar Jar is uh, working for the dark side. And I, I kind of wish they would have leaned in that direction. Mm-hmm. As opposed so to him just being was, a goofy thing. Yeah, the rumor was that they actually had written it with the intent that Jar Jar would be a Sith Lord. And that at the last second, uh, however you want to define last second... They rewrote the ending and pulled that whole bit out and just left him as a bumbling idiot. But uh. if you if the, th- the theory came from Reddit and if you deconstruct it, it is amazing because all the stuff that happens and all the stuff he does, you're you're like, yeah. And it what it does it it adds. Uh, I'll use some of the verbiage from this YouTube clip that I saw. Uh, it adds a sense of maturity to the film because else you're like you, you you're just entirely leaning on suspension of disbelief that every time he trips and falls, every time he drops something, every time he bumps something, it's for a greater good by accident. And he does it a lot. Yeah. Like, like it's insane. So having it absolutely tied into it was his plan and he was doing it on purpose makes so, so much more sense and ties everything in. Um, the one I was talking about is from The Critical Drinker. It's called Why Modern Movies Suck, written by children. I threw it in general. Jump on Discord and uh, have a peek at it because I loved it. It's only 14 minutes long, so it's not long by any means, but I... And it, I gotta say, too, it was also nice to go back and revisit some of those scenes. I gotta go back and watch those movies entirely. Yeah, damn. 
Star Trek is, I think, I'm going back watching TNG, uh, and it's, it's seriously, the entire Star Trek series up until the late 90s was some of the absolutely best written um, uh, shows ever, hands down. I love the early Star Trek movies. Those are, like, some of my favorite. And, I mean, like, visually, uh, you can't really say they're, like, the most appealing, especially for what they can do now. But um, story-wise and everything, I just, I find more weight in those older movies. 100% agree. Um, As far as Star Trek is concerned, that that reboot that they did in 07, oh, my God. Now, that is, like, one of my favorite uh, Star Trek movies ever. The two that followed it were were just okay. They didn't hit the same way that the first one did. But, um, yeah, the the older movies do do carry uh, a certain type of weight, but after a while, it seemed like it kind of became whimsical, and they were just kind of throwing stuff together, like like transporting the wheel around the the, the slingshot around the sun and stuff like that. I was like, what? Yeah, like I didn't you know, say it was all. All of it was a hundred percent good. Um, even even some of the episodes, I went back and uh, I found another clip about episodes that this, the cast were embarrassed to have made, and I was like, "Yep, you guys, uh, yeah, that one was pretty bad." Um, this week I didn't really watch too much of no, at least that I remember. Oh, oh, so I've been watching the Walking Dead stuff on AMC, and I just want to say, just to vent my frustration, the AMC streaming service, like their website, their mobile app, their Amazon app, and I'm going to assume Roku and everywhere else, just sucks. It's, it's so frustrating. Um, I'm lucky at times if I can watch even a second before it's like, oh, you, you encountered 40 errors. Like, what 40 errors are you encountering? Somehow I'm not surprised. So, yeah, just I'm trying to hurry up and finish and watch everything as quick as I can so I can just unsubscribe and never touch it again until... Um, can you watch it online? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying, even online. Like oh, okay. off, right off their site. No, I was gonna say you can you can download a uh, video tweak that'll allow you to increase it in increments of ten percent, so you can watch it a little bit faster. You'd still <laughs> be able to see it and understand it. Oh, yeah, I should. I should do something like that. But that's that's how I have to watch stuff like uh, the final season of How I Met Your Mother. Um, I have to complete it. I have to see it through, but goddamn, I need to watch it at like 1.5 or 1.6 speed just to be able to make it through. That's been kind of it for me. Anything else from y'all? No, I think that oh. is all. Rip. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's been kind of a quiet week filled with a lot of delays. So, but... yeah. Alrighty then. You can find the AFK Podcast at the AFKpodcast.net. There you will find links to our Discord stream, YouTube, and Discord. Join our Discord for more PC gaming and hardware discussion. So from me, from Curlin, from Logan, bye. Peace.